Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good all the time. Our God is good. You're welcome to another edition on the CIMA page, and I remain your host, Amojewe Agenewe Muse. And today we'll look at breaking foundational barriers. But before we continue, let us have a brief moment of prayers. Father, we thank you for such a beautiful and wonderful day. You have created and given us the privilege to see and most especially to enjoy the air that we breathe, to enjoy your land, to enjoy the light of the sun and moon and stars. All glory and honor be ascribed unto you in Jesus' name. Lord, we pray for relevant passages, insights that will bless our lives, that will add value to our lives, and that will draw us closer to you in the name of Jesus. Have your way and take your place and express yourself over everything that we do in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. So today our topic is breaking foundational barriers. This has been a controversial topic in many Christian parlance. Well, we are entitled to our beliefs. Some people will say there is nothing like generational cause. There is nothing like foundational barriers and we keep living our lives. Praise the Lord. But I pray as we look into the scriptures, we'll be able to see so many things that God wants us to know and prepare ourselves. Alright, so Joshua chapter 6 verse 26 says, And Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that raised up and built the city, Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. Now, this city, Jericho, remember what happened when the children of Israel were fighting for the city of Jericho. They, 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 they did actually fight, they praised God, and God broke down the city for them. They had a breakthrough, so they walked into it, and they took the victory. God helping them. Now, you should note something. After they finished the defeat of the city, Joshua had to lay a course. And if you come to the book of First Kings, chapter 16, verse 34, we will tie everything up. The scripture says, In his days did Hiel the Bethelite build Jericho. He laid the foundation thereof in Abiram, his firstborn, and set up the gate thereof in his youngest son, Segal, according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Joshua, the son of Nun. You get that? Now the scriptures say, according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Joshua, the son of Nun. Now, God has told him, or God may not have told him, but one thing we note in Joshua, he proclaimed a cause. He said, any man that will desire to build this place, he will lay the foundation of that city with his firstborn. And the lastborn, with what? With the gates of the city, will lay the foundation of the gates. Now, this thing that Hiel did, took place close to 700 years over about 600 to 7 centuries 600 centuries to 7 centuries over 600 years because this is in the book of first king way before david had even died years before david had died remember there were successive years king to rule after king Solomon, and yet 
the cause was important. He had to lay the foundation. Perhaps he knew, perhaps he didn't know. But what pains me was that the people that paid the sacrifice for that their father's acts were not actually there when the cause was laid. They were not even born. Their grandfather were not, were not born. Their great-grandfather were not born. This was way centuries far back that someone has proclaimed a cause and yet it affected some people who never knew anything about it. Perhaps some people will say it is just mere words of Joshua. Maybe he was angry when he said it. But if you read that place, the book of First Kings, it says it was according to the Lord. Even if the Lord has not said, there was a curse upon that land. And it came to pass. To the extent that even after he has laid build the city, remember people were staying there, but they could not build it. Even after he has built it, the water was still bad. The course was still there. And what happened? It was Elisha that came and stopped the course. Praise the Lord. Now, if you look at something that I want to show us in the book of Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Christ has redeemed us. He has salvaged us. He has drawn us. He has saved us. He has taken us. He has translated us from the cause of the law. Being made a cause for us, for it is written, cost is the everyone that bring hanged on a tree. Hallelujah. Now Christ has come to redeem us from every cause. Now this is a beauty of the era of grace. That Christ has come to redeem us. Now the scripture says something. It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things has passed away. All things has become new. So our presence in Christ redeemed us from the cause of the law, from the evil of the law, from the wickedness of the law, from every form of cause that we don't know about. Because if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Therefore, those causes, whether generations ago, whether they were spoken by any prophets, they cannot harm anyone in Christ. Because Christ cannot allow any man to harm his own. So it can only affect those that were outside Christ. Now, when Elisha came, being a prophet of God, a servant of God, he was able to undo what another prophet has done. That is the power of light, the power of coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Bible says he was the light of the world and the shine into darkness and darkness could not withstand him. Darkness could not comprehend him. Darkness could not stand against him. So we that come to Christ, we carry the light of Christ and therefore every form of darkness disappears and that is what God wants to happen in our lives. So therefore, it is a call that we come to Christ so that everything that God has not planted in our lives, they will not have effect in us. The Lord will destroy every barriers, every cause around us. Anything called generational causes, once you are in Christ, I tell you, they cannot harm you. The moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, those things will give way for you. And today, whatsoever has been a trouble to us, they will give way in the name of 
Jesus. They will give way in the name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray. I say, Father, I thank you, Lord. I give you praise. I thank you for the insight to your word, O oh Lord. You said, if any man could be in Christ, is a new creature. All things has passed away. Therefore, all things has become new. My Lord and my God, I pray, because we are in you, O oh Lord, whatsoever has been done before us, they are nullified in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the victory. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your goodness. It is well with every one of us. It is well with our homes. It is well with our lives. It is well with our families. It is well with our children. Nothing, oh God, that has been done before us, oh Lord Father, evil that will affect us in Jesus' name. We break through every barriers, oh Lord Father, through the victory in your blood, through the victory of your resurrection, through the victory of your ascension, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, King of glory. It is well with us, Lord Father. We are blessed beyond measures. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen.